Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm unimpressed. <laughs> Today, not by episode. you, Paul, by just this episode that I had to watch. <laughs> and uh, well, yeah, it's it's uh, it's not a great one. It is episode 39 of Transformers Armada. It is crisis. This episode was written by William Shakespeare, and the last time on Transformers <laughs> Armada, the Decepticons launched their spaceship and aimed their giant death ray at the Earth. And in this episode, the intro no longer mentions anything about the most <laughs> minicons. Nope, they gave up on that one. Fuck and, you, uh, viewer. <laughs> Everyone that was invested for 38 episodes. But yeah, everyone's in a panic at the research station. They're all running around. Kelly Baumgartner's on the scene downtown where the sky's all messed up and it's green because something exploded in the atmosphere. Yeah, it it looks like a massive aurora borealis. Uh, Mm. And then we go to the kids and they talk. They're outside, like they're not with the uh, Autobots. And they figure out it was Megatron and that the Earth is doomed unless they tell somebody about the Autobots and then they decide not to do that because fuck this episode. Well, this scene, it goes on far too long, too. And Way just the, too the long. dialogue, I mean, it's uh, it's Rio Motor Hero. But in fact, yeah, the entire episode is a five-minute story stretched over 20 minutes. Paul, uh, you mispronounced three-minute story. Uh, <laughs> opening bumper. When we come back, Jetfire, he approaches the Decepticon ship. Megatron is not worried. Um, and he, throughout all this, Megatron calls Thrust Squidhead. Yes. Well, the other Decepticons have done that before, too. But uh, yes. Thrust's like, et tu, Brute? Like, even you? <laughs> like, and everyone just laughs at him. <laughs> uh, so Jetfire hits outside. He hits a force field. He gets knocked back. He shoots at it. Nothing happens. And then he's ordered to fly home. And this is very indicative of what you were saying, Paul, of this is a very short story that got stretched out to 22 minutes. Nothing happened with Jetfire. He goes home. Yep. And uh, back inside that ship that he tried to get into, Megatron thinks that's just hilarious, isn't it, Squidhead? And thrusts, like, he freaks out about that again. Then he's goes, well, how would you like it if I called you Flathead? And he's, then he just thinks that's a real knee slapper. He thinks, <laughs> oh, Flathead, I sure can come up with him. And He'd Megatron just sees him laughing. He's like, you are a freak. <laughs> okay. That was the one thing I liked about this episode is is the, the delivery of that David Kay's new... <laughs> are a freak was (laughs) chef's kiss perfect uh anyway we go back to the autobots and they look at jetfire jetfire's footage and they realize the decepticons have the hydra cannon that optimus says is from children's stories because you know paul how optimus prime was a child do you remember (laughs) that (laughs) turns out that children's story is true though that's the the hydra cannon all right and then all the autobots take turns saying basically the same thing oh that's a weapon that's a decepticon weapon it's a decepticon weapon of mass destruction Sideswipe wants to get out there and destroy it. Yeah, but not destroy the... Okay, Optimus doesn't... He wants to destroy it, but not to destroy the mini-cons. Like, he's an absolute dumbass. In fact, Optimus cranks the dumbass up to 11 in this episode. um, Because Hotshot gets angry about the fact... That Optimus allowing Starscream into their mix is what caused all of this to happen. Yeah, he's like, what the hell were you thinking? So, obviously, Optimus has a very solid reply. What's Optimus's very knowledgeable and well-measured reply, Paul? Well, he just looks at Hotshot for like seven seconds straight and then just leaves the room. I see. (laughs) And Hotshot tries to go after him, but Scavenger stops him, and Hotshot just has an absolute meltdown here. He's punching the floor, and fuck this, and fuck that, and fuck you, and fuck the judges, and (laughs) now the kids are here. 
<laughs> you missed fuck you real Motohira. Um, <laughs> and, and then we go to, okay, we go to Optimus and he's standing in the warp room and he takes the, the I don't think we've seen it before, but he takes what is the matrix of leadership oh, out of his chest, right? We haven't seen it yet, have we? I don't think so. I don't think it's been mentioned, let alone shown, but yeah, yeah he just pulls this thing out, just looks at it for a second and then... Puts it back in just as Jetfire warps back. <laughs> Optimus has to go, whoa, and get out of the way like, dude, <laughs> why were you standing there? You knew he was, uh. But also, if he warped back from the moon, they could have done this last time and gone to the moon and back with yeah. it, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, Anyway. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> then everybody shows up in the room and the boys want to, they, they ask Jetfire, like, they, of course, they have, I have a question about Mars or the moon or something. <laughs> and then they want to attack the Decepticons, but with the Autobot spaceship that at least was mentioned in the last episode. Yeah, but they call it the Cybertron ship. <laughs> but uh, Red Alert says, well, it's still not ready to fly, so that's why you stand here when you could be making this thing ready to fly because yeah. you know time is of the essence now but and then optimus tells hotshot look look i know you're upset but letting starscream join the team wasn't a total write-off just trust me it'll all work out and we'll all laugh about it later like and then he, what? And then he <laughs> follows that up with now this could be the final battle uh Question in the back here, Optimus. Uh, didn't you just say everything <laughs> would work out and you did nothing wrong? You stupid fucking Yeah, he's got a plan. And even though he hasn't explained it to anyone, Jetfire knows what his part of it is. And then they tell Hotshot to stay there. And uh, Optimus tries to give Hotshot the Matrix. Yeah, uh, Hotshot, he actually, he doesn't even know what it is. Uh, but uh, so Optimus has to explain. Oh, wait, sorry. I wrote down. Fuck you, Rio Motohira. So Optimus <laughs> explains what it is. He refuses it and they warp away and everybody watches them warp away like they've never seen a Transformer warp away. Even though they've all done it themselves. And, but yeah, they warp out in commercial break. And when we come back, Starscream, we're up on the Decepticon ship. He's worried that he might be the one chosen to destroy the Earth. And then Megatron says, Starscream, I've chosen you to destroy the Earth. <laughs> And then Starscream is in his own head and waits so long that it's obvious he's untrustworthy, but he's saved in time by super jet of fire thing approaching and somehow getting past the force field and, yeah, blowing holes in the spaceship. Well, I think they have to lower the force field to fire the, the Hydra cannon, I guess. Okay. They mentioned, hey, the shield is down and we're all set to go. Yeah, and Starscream's hands just like shaking over the button to do it. But now, yeah, they get attacked by Ultra Mega Super thing. And he just comes, this was actually kind of a neat shot. He comes in blasting everything and then just starts tearing the Hydra cannon apart. But apparently they can still fire it. Uh, then Cyclonus and Demolisher get sent out to attack and Super Jet of Mega Fire thing separates. Optimus goes to, I guess, keep destroying the Hydra Cannon or something, and Jetfire takes on uh, Demolisher and Cyclonus. Yeah, he manages to take both of them out, and then Optimus, what do we call it, Magic Rainbow Hadouken? He, he does that. Uh, to the... Rainbow a, a, Atomic? Because it's the atomic symbol. Oh, Whatever. that's right. Yeah. Nothing, nothing matters Whatever anymore. the thing is, he does that a few times to the thing he ripped open earlier, but then Tidal Wave literally just appears out of nowhere behind him. Like, he just <laughs> fades in, like... Yeah. All right. <laughs> but he starts blasting Optimus. Uh, there's a, a bit where Jet Fighter's fighting, or Jet Fighter, Jet Fire's fighting Starscream for a bit, and then Megatron's just out on the deck and he confronts Optimus and transforms and fires his dick minigun. Full blast mode, I think he calls it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, uh, then he shoots him down and like stands over him. And 
their power, and I guess Optimus didn't destroy the cannon because they're about to destroy Earth, and he grabs Optimus by the head and makes him, he's going to make him watch Earth be destroyed. I'm going to make you watch me destroy the Autobot base where all your friends are first, because, you know, even though this gun was intended to destroy you with it, but Optimus isn't going to let that happen, and he blasts Megatron with the Matrix, like the energy comes out of his chest. Yeah, and then he flies off and... Without jet fire. Yeah, (laughs) and and, whatever. And he gets in front of the cannon and it opens fire and he like he takes the brunt of the blast and it knocks him back and megatron and everybody on earth sees this giant light in the sky yep kelly doesn't have a clue what the bright light in the sky is and back at the bright light in the sky optimus somehow stops in space and starts pushing the energy from the hydra cannon back yeah and then the the ship starts to get ripped apart and you know what you mentioned how it looked really pretty good when um uh super mega jet fire thing came in and laid waste to the ship this is some pretty classic quality anime of ships getting ripped apart dear listener if you've ever watched a, a sci-fi anime when the spaceship or the space station gets ripped apart in slow-mo this is that and it looks pretty good it's not bad and uh, the kids are watching this on the monitor and so are the autobots and then there's this giant flash of light and then it does this weird is it like a fisheye lens thing where, is that yeah, what that's that called? Yeah, fisheye pan. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's weird. It, it, there's a fisheye pan across all of the kids and then across all of the Autobots. Oh, and throughout this whole thing, Optimus kind of is getting like ripped apart and blown to ash. Yeah. He's like covered in cracks and stuff. Oh, and I did. I did laugh out loud. I had one laugh out loud moment where Fred said, what happened to Optimus? And Carlos says, don't worry, Fred. He told us he had a plan. Remember? I honestly <laughs> laughed out loud at how, what a stupid line that was. But when this light fades, Optimus is the only thing left. It's just him sitting there like it was space all around him. It's like that picture of, um, I think his name's Ruth McCandless, the astronaut that was testing out the, the jetpack thing basically in the early 80s. It's like that yeah, famous yeah, picture. Oh yeah, that shot of him far yeah. up in space. Yeah. And he's completely white now, covered in cracks, and everyone's all happy, and then he shatters. <laughs> he explodes. And then Megatron goes, Optimus! And yeah, uh, even Megatron calls out for him. <laughs> but not just Megatron. He orders Thrust to retreat, and then Starscream goes, Optimus! <laughs> but Starscream is glad to see that the Earth is still in one piece, but yes. how could that be? <gasps> boom, 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 whatever. And then Jetfire finds Leader One along, like, holding the Matrix of Leadership, I think. Yeah, it's Optimus's minicon, because... But the way he's talking, it's like he found Optimus. Yeah, it's almost as if this show has shit writing. The kids are feeling powerless, as you would in this situation, and doubt anyone would believe them, even if they told somebody, but can't say anything because they promised the Autobots to keep them a secret. Well, who would you tell anyway, guys? Your mom? The police? The army? Even if they did believe you, what do you want them to do? Shake their fists? Oh, there's a giant alien ship about to blast the Earth apart? Well, smoke them if you got them, kids, because there's fuck all we can do about it. The only beings that can do anything about it are already doing everything they can. Except, no, they are not. Why do the other Autobots just stand there? The Decepticons have no trouble fighting in space. As soon as the shield was down, they should have warped out to help, or at the very least, they could keep the Decepticons busy while Optimus dealt with the cannon. And bring the Minicons. It's their fight to if the Earth goes, so do they. You got a friggin' army of them now. They surrounded Megatron before. They must have some fight left in them. They don't even need to fight. Just send them in with hammers and saws and shit and start wrecking the place. You know, the tools that you keep in the... <laughs>
Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show Crisis. Oh, oh boy. This series is in a crisis. Well, it was Rio Moto Hero, all right? I, I didn't even need to look to see who the uh, the writer was. As soon as the kids started talking at the first, just the words they're using was like, oh my God, it's got to be him. Yeah, I, this is probably my least favorite episode of the series, at least thus far. It, it, it is not a good one. Do not recommend. No. We watched it, so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. We're doing the Lord's work. Um, I, some time ago, I, I asked the question of, like, does Gary Chalk intentionally play at this Optimus this dumb? Or <laughs> do they always, always write him this character? And I'm sorry, like, it's so consistent across the board that I'm starting to think that Gary Chalk has some stipulation in his contract that says, you got to write me as mentally deficient. <laughs> well, it seems like it's getting worse, too, because like yeah. Beast Wars, he wasn't that, that bad. He wasn't the optimist that we knew, but I mean, it was a totally different show. Then Beast Machines, he went total, what we call his stupid monkey vision quest. There was that. And, and now this, like, oh, man. Yeah, like him getting confronted by Hotshot and then just walking away and not saying a word. Yes. What the actual fuck? Uh, this series is, I, I, I'm really worried it's completely lost its original focus. It, like, everything I was invested in doesn't matter. No, like the, that whole gotta catch them all pokey formers, I think they call it on the wiki. I'm sure I saw it <laughs> there somewhere. Because it's, well, it's, it's all it is. Every week, it's, or every episode, oh, we gotta go find the Minicon, we gotta get them all, and then the Autobots basically did, and that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was a bad episode of Transformers Armada and a very short episode of To Finpiss. And you know what that means, Paul? On the darts! So this edition of On the Darts is going to be GoBots. Um, I've got six of them. We're going to run through some names on GoBots, Paul. Let's start with the two bigs. Leader one, is he on the darts? Leader one is absolutely on the darts. Look at his teeth. He's got yellow teeth. <laughs> I never thought of that. I never thought of that. I, I really, I kind of figured Leader One would be preachy and, and just like, you know, <laughs> yeah, may, maybe he's the guy who does smoke but tells everybody else not to. Yeah, or tells everybody that he doesn't. Yeah, oh yeah, it's got to be, got to involve lying. He's always going around with like tech tacks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, you know what, I think you're right. He probably is on the darts. What about Psykill? Uh, Psykill, yeah, he would be, but it'd be like, remember um, Cyril Sneer on the raccoons where he always had that cigar in the corner <laughs> of his mouth? It'd be yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he, he can talk and it just sits there the whole time. I could see that. I could see Psykill like not regularly smoking, but when he's stressed out, he has no problem lighting one up. He doesn't think twice about it. <laughs> There's no way he goes for like a heavier or green death or something. The green like death runs now. Well, but speaking of green death and a smoker's voice, how about Copter? <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. I think he strikes me as the kind of, uh, uh we had this uh, janitor in one of the buildings I lived at when I was in university, but, uh. He strikes me as that kind of guy. He actually did smoke like the John Player classic ones with no filter oh. on <laughs> either end of the thing. But you know what? Yeah, Copter's that guy who like, yeah, he smokes cancer-ridden death cigarettes. The worst of the worst. And he's been smoking since he was 12. <laughs> and he's not going to die of cancer. He's, he's going to like, you know, pass away peacefully from some heart condition. Like, he, it's just <laughs> never going to hit him. Even though he's, he's got the voice. <laughs> okay, Copter, Copter was a little easy. Let's do something a little harder here. Small foot. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, she strikes me as the type that maybe tried it once or maybe twice just to try and be cool because she, she seems like she really wants to fit in. 
Yeah, yeah. Maybe she maybe she tried it and then realized it's it's not for her. I, I don't know. That's uh... <laughs> yeah. I actually, as soon as he said that, I just pictured her walking in on like Turbo and and you know <laughs> who else having a dart, and they're like, "You want to smoke? I look like a clown." And she's like, "Well, <laughs> I, I guess so." And then left later, saying, "Golly gee, I'll never do that again." <laughs> like it just shows her, and her face is completely green <laughs> or something. Okay, I gotta ask this one, Matt. The Hunter. Uh, yes, he would, and it, it'd be the same as as Copter. It just it doesn't affect him one bit. It's, it's kind of like the way James Bond used to smoke too. Like it was just didn't affect his health or anything. Like he still run and all his other stuff. Yeah, I could see him smoking cigarettes socially. In the mat that we made up, I almost <laughs> picture him him being the kind of guy who's like cigarettes. Those things will kill you, and then he like lights up a joint without <laughs> thinking twice. Yeah, because remember that was one of the things. He's like, he's a Mary Sue. He smokes the best weed, and he has like the the hottest girlfriends. <laughs> he yeah, he's 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 the kind of guy who like has probably had great sex on acid and <laughs> smokes the best weed, and uh, then turns around and is like coffee and cigarettes. That shit will kill you. <laughs> okay, let's wrap up on the darts with a real uh, curveball here, Doctor Braxis. Ooh, I don't know. Uh... Something tells me he probably wouldn't just where and he we're talking, is. And we're talking cigarettes, not crack. <laughs> yeah. Just where he is a scientist, he would actually, like, you know, that probably is not the best thing you could do to your body. Uh, uh, I don't think he would, no. Although I could see in his younger years, he tried to smoke a pipe to look intelligent. Okay, yeah, I could kind of picture that. With his, his turtleneck sweaters and blazers and shit. Oh, with the lab coat on over the head. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yes, quiet. Puff, puff, puff. <laughs> Well, there it is. Another uh, round of On the Darts, uh, another episode of Defimpus. The next episode Paul and I are going to re- review is Remorse. If you want some buyer's remorse, start a Twitter account now. Uh, <laughs> but if you've already got one, you can find Paul and I at John Sobey, uh, and Paul's at uh, P. McPherson one But you can also contact the show via email through transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Oh, that's a weapon. That's a Decepticon weapon. It's a Decepticon oh, weapon that's of a mass weapon. destruction. That's a Decepticon oh, weapon. That's a, weapon. That's a Decepticon weapon. weapon of mass weapon. destruction. Weapon.